Hi, welcome to the podcast ministry, Bible Blazing Verse by Verse, out of the Potter's House Church, Bromley. These messages will be preached by our pastor, Pastor David Darkwa. Our prayer is that this ministry will contribute to you knowing the breadth, the height, and the depth of a relationship with Christ. Enjoy the message. One, two, one, two, two, five. I'm going to welcome all those that are in the live stream here. Do apologize for all the technical difficulties. Um, what we want to do when they're going very quickly into the um, into prayer. First of all, let's just pray and believe God. Father, we thank you for the study. We thank you for all that you're going to do, Father. God, we believe in God for the word of God to minister, to speak, to help, to edify, to strengthen. Help those in the NHS, oh Father. Help those, oh Father God, Lord, on the front line. God, cover them with the blood of Jesus. So we pray for the word of God. To minister inspired in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise God, amen. Uh, for time's sake, I was going to go straight to the announcements that everyone's going on. Um, Monday, we're having our fellowship and nights on Zoom. Uh, most of us have the details already. If not, speak to myself, brother James. I'm going to be um, at 7 30 on Zoom. We'll be doing all the fellowship and games on there. Feel free to be involved in that. Um, Thursday, um, we'll be having our behind the veil. This is where we get to ask questions, not just on the last days now, it's an open forum. So any questions on the Bible, on life in general, things that you're struggling with as a Christian, our staff will be asking questions. Um, Thursday at 7.30, um, again on the same Zoom ID. Um, and lastly, on Friday, we have our Bible studies at 8 p.m. Um, and then again on the same Zoom, we'll be looking at you know, the meaning of the Bible and um, obviously getting the most out of the Word of God. That's all the announcements. What we want to do very quickly, we want to um, collect an offering um, for those that are faithful in the body. And um, very quickly, um, if you have your Bibles, Matthew 6, verses 19 and 21. Um, what we, one of the things that we saw um, during the lockdown, just before the lockdown, we saw many people um, were looking at their subscriptions and looking at the things they were paying for in this lockdown as there was all this furlough. One thing that was going very viral was the issue of people having gym memberships. Many of us have gym memberships, many of us go to the gym, but the problem was, many people were saying there was no point having a membership simply because when we would go to the gym, no one's able to physically go there. And one of the things that somebody put on their WhatsApp on their status was, there's no point me investing in something if I'm not going to see any interest or see any return from it. There's nothing, there's no point. I'm not seeing anything. I'm not gaining anything from it. And so people were cutting their payments, cutting, giving to, you know, obviously to these various companies. And so Jesus understands the importance of giving and putting and investing in things and getting no interest. In our text, Matthew 6, verses 19 to 21, says that, uh, Do not lay up for yourself treasures where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. Um, but furthermore, um, but uh, lay up for your treasures, lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy, where thieves cannot break in and steal. Where your treasure is, your heart will be there also. And Jesus understands that what he's basically saying on text is that there's no point in investing in anything, in, in, in giving towards these things. Um, no point in giving towards these things and investing in these things if we're not going to see a return. And that what he says about likewise in the kingdom, when what we're giving to, what we're investing in, is something supernatural, number one. That, you know, it's not a, it's not a pointless um, giving, it's not a pointless effort in that we've seen a return. Jesus says that what we're giving to it may not be seen, but God takes note of it in heaven. Re really think about this. When you give in the kingdom of God, what are you actually investing? Jesus actually puts it in the text and he says here that, you know, where your heart, where your treasure is, your heart will be there also. When you give, you're actually investing your heart in the things of God. And God takes note of that. 
And so I want to encourage you, church, let your heart in this time where there's many people cutting off, I don't want to give to this anymore. Let us continue to give to the kingdom of God and bless his name. Let's just pray for the gift and the giver. Father, we thank you for every person faithful in their giving, every person faithful in their tithes and offerings. We pray that God just bless them. We move in this time with furloughs and job losses, that there'll be a miracle. And we just thank you again. Lord, bless the gift and the giver. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe the details will be in the comments um, a little bit later or also on our website. Feel free to pop on. But without further ado, I'm obviously due to lay on the welcome Pastor Dark Bar to come and minister with the message this morning. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, good to be here this morning. And again, just reiterating the technical difficulties we've had for our first live stream. Uh, going forward, we believe it will be a lot more smooth sailing now. Infrastructure and apparatus is in play. Okay, we'll get straight into it. Um, Genesis chapter 9, verse 13. Genesis chapter 9, verse 13. Rolling. The word rolling has the connotation of you keep going. You keep going, you keep going, you keep going, you roll something. Of rolling. Keep rolling. From Genesis chapter 9, verse 13. I set my rainbow in the clouds, and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Things have gone wrong on planet Earth. Things have gone wrong to the extent that God's had to bring a flood. He's articulated because of the evil intent of man and the heart of man and just in regard to the choices, the decisions, the aberrations, the way how things have just sparked off. He says, Man is no longer going to have my spirit. My spirit will not strive with man forever, as it says in Genesis 6. In other words, we're going to stop this from rolling on. We've got to stop it rolling on in regards to man's extent of how he's pushing the boundaries. So God the waters are rolling. They're rolling over the earth. But after the waters roll over the earth, God says, I'm going to keep rolling. I'm going to keep rolling with man. I'm going to keep rolling with mankind. I'm not going to end man altogether. And as a covenant to you, mankind, through Noah, this is the agreement and the covenant I make, and I'm going to make it by manifesting a rainbow. Mm. That rainbow articulates, we keep rolling, we keep rolling, we keep rolling. In Genesis chapter 9 verse 1, God tells Noah, Noah, now you have come out of the ark. 
You are to multiply upon planet Earth. Multiply. In other words, keep rolling. Keep rolling. I want a multiplication of men. There's eight of you now. I want that to be increased. You've got to keep rolling with your genetic DNA. I want to populate this earth. You keep rolling. Do not stay in one place. But then you go sporadic. You move upon planet Earth. You keep going. There was a man called Petonius. He was a courtier for Caesar Nero. And Petonius made the comment, he says, our minds long for the things they have missed. Because when you miss things that you love, when you have things that pass out of your life that you have a real dedication and affection for, you have the ability to stop rolling. You have the ability to be in paralysis. You have the ability, because of the thing that you love and it's no longer around, that you are yearning in your heart and all of a sudden your life just stops dead and you stop rolling. In chapter 11 of Genesis, there was a man called Nimrod. Nimrod built a tower called the Tower of Babel and he told all of the people, all of those who were around him, saying that we are going to build a tower that goes up to heaven. Literally, they were going to build something like a pyramid or it was like a ziggurat, which is like a pyramid where you interact with paranormal beings. And what Nimrod was trying to acquire and what he was trying to achieve was he wanted to bring the powers of darkness, the fallen horde, back to planet Earth because he wanted the powers of darkness, those who had rebelled against God and let their first estate. He wanted them on Earth to keep rolling, to keep rolling. He wanted them more than to be in space, but he wanted them on the terrain of Earth to keep rolling, to keep rolling with them. And God saw that and he said, unless we stop this and we bring this tower down. There is nothing that man cannot do. There is no height that they cannot achieve. We've got to stop this tower from keep rolling, from keep rolling. Because what Nimrod was trying to achieve, he told the people, we stay in one place. We stay around this tower. We frequent around this tower. In other words, God told my ancestor Noah, keep rolling. But I tell you, as your God Nimrod, that we're not rolling. We're not going to roll upon the earth. We're not going to multiply. We're going to stay here. And he told the people, you stop rolling. You stop rolling. You stop rolling. You stay where you are in paralysis. It was Virgil. The Roman poet who lived around about 100 AD, he said, people are like musical instruments. The sounds they make depends upon who touches them. And in our generation, there have been people who have touched us. And through their touch, we stop rolling. Through their bitterness, we stop rolling. Through their negativity, we stop rolling. Through the finesse and 
the nuance of their mannerisms, of how they communicate certain things to us, we stopped rolling. Nimrod is a man who wanted the earth to stop rolling. He wanted everyone to roll around him. Tower, we'll build this tower and we will stay by the tower and we will stop rolling. Regardless of what God said, we'll stop rolling. Regardless of what heaven says, we'll stop rolling. Regardless of what the powers of, of, of the Lord and his word says, we will stop rolling. And God says no. And he brought down the tower because his heart is go forth, keep momentum, keep kinetic energy, keep rolling. Moses. Moses in a situation where Pharaoh's not letting the people go. God tells Moses, tell Pharaoh that he must release my people, that they could go into the wilderness and worship me and keep rolling, that they're not to be in bondage slavery, because while they're in slavery, they can't roll. While they're in slavery, they can't keep moving. While they're in slavery, they can't make their moves. The kinetic energy cannot bolster them. They're not rolling anywhere. So Moses said, Pharaoh, let my people go. He won't let them go to the point that God says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to affect the firstborn. I'm going to take the life of the firstborn because Pharaoh will not allow my people to keep rolling. So thereby, I'm coming to visit the firstborn of the Egyptians. But make sure that you put the blood of the lamb outside your doorpost in chapter 12 of Exodus. Because if you don't, the angel of death is going to come and visit your firstborn children. If you will do this, I will protect your firstborn. Moses constitutes the people of Israel in Goshen to do this. They do it the way the angel of death is moving through the land of Egypt, taking the life of the firstborn of the Egyptians. He comes to Goshen, but because of the blood of the lamb upon the doorpost, he had to keep rolling because of the blood outside of the door. He had to keep rolling because he saw the blood. He had to keep rolling. He was sanctified. He was protecting the people, Moses, who he told they were protected by the blood because the blood has the power and it has the capacity that it keeps things rolling. When the angel of death comes, you've got to keep rolling. Why? Because of the blood. I can't stay here, the pale horseman is got to keep riding because of the blood of Jesus and the blood of the Lamb that was outside the door. You've got to keep rolling. It was Charles Spurgeon in his book Lecture to My Students when he made the comment in his book he said those who are God's ambassadors the more familiar they are with the mercy seat, 
the more and better they are able to discharge their duties because they are familiar with the court of heaven. They have more power and more potency in distributing and dispensing heaven's power. Because he has the ability as you go to the mercy seat, as you go before the throne of grace, that it keeps you rolling, it keeps you moving. You go to the throne of grace, you obtain mercy in your time of need, and it gives you that supernatural energy, what the Greeks call dynamis, to keep rolling, to keep rolling, to keep rolling. It's not church. Or an institution that keeps us rolling. It complements, it energizes the fellowship, the oneness. But it's the relationship with Jesus Christ that gives that kinetic energy to keep rolling, to keep rolling. When David in Psalm 23, when he's going through the valley of the shadow of death, the man is fearing evil, but something comes to him. Something empowers him, and he keeps walking. He keeps rolling. He keeps rolling through the valley of the shadow of death. He can just bog down in depression and oppression, but he keeps rolling. He keeps rolling. He keeps rolling until he meets God, who comforts him with his rod and his staff. Because there was a time in Psalms where he says, I think in Psalm chapter 32, where he says, my energy, my bones, my strength, my body, my soul, it is wax. I'm, I'm weak, I'm frail. It's all my energy is coming out of me. And he says it's because of my grief, because of my iniquity. What the Hebrews call a one, a twisting, a perversion. It totally sucked up all of David's energy to the point David says, I can't roll no more. I can't keep rolling. I can't keep rolling. My energy for God, my energy for the kingdom, my energy for right doing is all empty out of me. I can't keep rolling. I can't keep rolling until he prays a prayer and says, God, take not thy spirit away from me. Lord, wash me with your hyssop. God, recalibrate me because I need to keep rolling. I need to keep rolling. David learned that lesson in 1 Samuel chapter 13. He's in a place called Ziglag. The Amalekites, they roll into Ziglag and they kidnap wives and children of David and his men. David's men's response is, David, we're going to kill you because we can't keep rolling with you. We can't keep rolling with you because of you, our children and our wives of God. We can't keep rolling. The Amalekites, they rolled out with our kids and our children to dare by David with our pickups and stones and we're going to roll them onto your torso. We're going to stone you to death. I can't, we can't keep, but he said David encouraged himself. 
Because David had the understanding, I've got to keep rolling. I've got to keep rolling. I can't be in despair. I can't be discouraged. I can't be broken down in discouragement and depression. There's no option for me. I've got to keep rolling. I've got to keep rolling. I've got to keep pushing. And he encouraged himself. And through that spirit of keeping rolling, Holy Ghost, power of God, met with him, liaised with him, gave him the discernment and the intuition to know where to go, when to go, and how to maneuver. And he got everything back only because he had the spirit of keeping rolling and keeping rolling and not staying in paralysis. It was Reinhold Nibir. The American theologian in the early 1900s who said, God, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. And give me the courage to change the things I can change. And give me the wisdom to know the difference because I've got to keep rolling I've got to keep rolling if there's things that I cannot change I need the serenity to accept that but then to keep rolling to keep rolling to keep rolling and moving on but if there are things that I can change even though they look overwhelming to me, even though they look beyond me, even though they look colossal, like a tsunami, like a mammoth thing to me, I need the ability to keep rolling, to keep rolling, to utilize courage, to be like Joshua, that every place that I put my feet, I will own it, because I need to keep rolling. Jesus Christ, who was dogged, pursued with hostility by the religious Pharisees and Sadducees. Jesus gets to the point and he tells them, you want a confrontation with me? Let me tell you something. Destroy this building and I'll rise it up in three days. Destroy my body, kill my body, murder me, assassinate me, do what you will to me, but I promise you this. I look you in the eyes, Pharisees. I look you in the eyes, Sadducees. Even though you kill me, I'll keep rolling. I'll keep rolling. I'll, I'll make sure that the body you kill will be raised again. I'll keep rolling. Death and sin cannot keep me down. Death and sin cannot stop me rolling. Death and sin cannot stop my motion. Rosa Parks. The campaigner for civil rights, the lady who would not get off, the black lady would not get off the bus when she was required to during those times. Black people had to sit separate from white people in the United States of America and she made a stand not to get up and sit where she sat. She said, when I done that, I wasn't trying to make history. I was just tired mm -hmm. of giving up. 
Yeah. I had to keep rolling. I had to keep rolling. I had to keep rolling. I had to keep going. Jesus. He died, crucified, killed. His disciples discouraged. They weren't really expecting that. They were expecting different things. Discouraged like they were discouraged in Gethsemane. And even Christ was discouraged in Gethsemane. He's in the garden of Gethsemane. He's thinking and contemplating. I'm going to be the bearer of sin. I'm going to carry sin upon my shoulders. I'm going to have to take the way. And that's going to separate me from my father. Me and my father for eternity have been rolling. And rolling. And rolling. Now that rolling is going to stop. Because of sin. And he prays. And he says not my philema. Not my will. But your will be done. And it says in his agony. And in his torment. And in his crisis moment. An angel comes. To strengthen him. He strengthened him because Christ made his mind up. I've got to keep rolling. I've got to keep rolling. Do I want to be separated from my father temporarily because of sin? No. But I've got to keep rolling. I've got to keep rolling. I've got to keep rolling. And when he died, all of a sudden his disciples, they stopped rolling. Luke 21, Peter says, I'm going fishing. That's not the way he was meant to roll. Fishing is not the way he was meant to go. The pastime, he was meant to keep rolling in the things of God, but he was so discouraged, he was so overwhelmed, he was so dogged down by the black dog of depression that all the other disciples said, we will go with you, we'll roll with you to fish in, we'll keep rolling with you to do that which is inconsequential. Because when you think Christ is not around, when you think Christ has vanished from the scene, your intuitive response is to stop rolling, to stop rolling, to stop rolling. Mary Madeline, Jesus discourages anyone else. But she goes down to Jesus' tomb. As she goes to the tomb, she sees two angelic beings. These angelic beings speak to her as Mary Magdalene sees a rolled away stone, a massive rock. Mm -hmm. Because in the angels, 
hearts and minds, Mary Magdalene. This is how the angelic beings roll. We roll away a stone that blocks our God, that blocks our Christ, that blocks he who sits on the throne. That's the way we roll, Mary Magdalene. We keep rolling because in Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12, we already had a comrade. His name was Lucifer, the son of the morning. And he rebelled. He left his first estate. And he said, you who sit upon the throne, I don't want to roll with you no more. And he told the further of the angelic beings, let's not roll with Elohim no more. Let's not roll with Yahweh no more. Let's roll by ourselves with him upon the throne. We stop rolling. We stop rolling. We stop rolling. We could be God's ourselves. But some of us stay faithful. Some of us stay true. Some of us never left our first estate and we never rebelled against Yahweh because we believe as the angelic beings of heaven to be faithful and to keep rolling and to keep rolling and to keep rolling with the Godhead, with the Trinity. We kept rolling. And the person you see for Mary Magdalene is not here. Did he not tell you? Did he not tell the disciples? Did he not tell the Pharisees? Did he not tell the Sadducees? I keep rolling. Mm. I keep rolling. I keep rolling. Death can't do me anything because I keep rolling. Sin can't separate me from my father because I keep rolling. The grave cannot keep me down because I keep rolling, I keep rolling, I keep rolling. Nothing can stop me because I'm deity. I'm the son of God. I'm the word who is God and the word was God and the word was with God in the beginning. I'm the Alpha and Omega. There has never been a time when I've stopped rolling. There has never been a time that I've gone out of rolling. There has never been a time that this who I am, no man can take my life. No man can take my life. No man can stop me rolling. I laid down my life voluntarily. But I have the ability to pick it up again in John 10 because I have the ability to just keep rolling. When it comes to the saints, when it comes to God's people, there's coming a time 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 15 and onwards when God says it's time to keep rolling he looks upon planet earth as earth that blue speck among teeming stars in the monstrous blackness of space he looks upon a trail of diamond dust called the Milky Way, our galaxy. And he turns to his son 
It's time to get things rolling. And then with the trump of God, we'll be caught up, harpazo, rapture. And as people, Christians start disappearing from planet earth, it says we will be caught up into the sky to meet Christ in the sky. First Corinthians chapter 15, in the twinkling of an eye, we will have bodies of incorruptibility and immortality. But it don't stop there. Because we don't stop in the sky, but we keep rolling. We keep rolling because our home is not going to be the sky. We keep rolling past massive black holes. We keep rolling past moving, gyrating at the speed of light. We keep rolling past interstellar clouds. We keep rolling past massive and spiral galaxies. We keep rolling, we keep rolling, we keep rolling until we come to the massive curtains and the shifting hues of heaven's horizons, until we come to the hanging gardens of Eden, until we come to the first heaven, the place where God abides and he sits upon his throne, that we keep rolling, we keep rolling, and we land in heaven, and we walk towards the throne with multitudes of thousands upon thousands upon thousands times thousands of angels watching us as we're walking towards the holies of holies and all the angels, and there will be an angelic honor guard, a celestial honor guard, holy watchers, holy riders, and they will be uttering and singing, here are the faithful who just kept rolling and kept rolling and kept rolling, though they went through trials, they kept rolling and kept rolling, though they went through afflictions, they kept rolling, they kept rolling, though they went through hardship, they kept rolling, they kept rolling, though they were tested, they kept rolling, all the crowd of witnesses in chapter 12 of Hebrews, they all sing unto us, keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling, what about Lot, Lot kept rolling, even when his wife turned back to Sodom and Gomorrah, he kept rolling, he kept rolling, even when his wife got turned to Saul, he could have gone back, but no, he went forward, because he had to keep rolling, he had to keep rolling, he had to keep rolling, are we still rolling? In chapter, in Matthew, he speaks about those who sit in the valley of the shadow of death. Why are they sitting down? They should have been rolling. They should have been rolling. They should have been moving. They should have been moving. Antichrist thinks at a certain stage, the midterm of the seven year tribulation, he believes he rules the world. See how I'm rolling. See how I'm rolling. See how I represent my father, the dragon. That's how I'm rolling. See, I've got everyone under my power. That's how I'm rolling. Everyone's taking the mark of the beast because that's how I'm rolling. Everyone's under servitude and slavery. That's how I'm rolling. I've got the power. 
things to kill them because that's how I'm rolling. I'm, I'm, I can kill Jews on a mass scale because that's how I'm rolling. And I sit in the temple of God as if I am God. And I pretend to be God. And I despise and I blaspheme against God and his holy angel because that's how Antichrist, the nice guy, is rolling. That's how I'm rolling. That's how, but God said, you will not roll like that forever because there will come a time when the second coming and lightning is far as the east from the west and the Son of God starts rolling into the atmosphere of our earth because God is never still. He sits on the throne, but his purposes and his will, it keeps rolling, it keeps rolling, it keeps rolling. And that is the nature of a child of God, to keep rolling, to keep rolling, to keep rolling. It was Winston Churchill said, the great English Prime Minister, he said, if you are going through hell, keep going. You keep rolling. You keep rolling. You keep rolling. I'll close on this. The rainbow. The rainbow. God says, I'm not finished with man. I'm never going to flood the earth again. My project of creation of mankind will keep rolling. Will keep rolling. Will keep rolling. The rainbow at this present time is on many doors. It's outside the NHS. Many kids are drawing pictures of the rainbow. It's communicating to COVID-19. We keep rolling. We keep rolling. We keep rolling. We keep rolling. And it's very easy at this time to almost take the atheistic view. Where is God? If there is a God, why this? If there is a God, why that? If there is a God, but God keeps rolling. He keeps rolling. He rose into our hearts. He rose into our minds. He rose into our lives. He rose through miracles. He, he, he keeps rolling in our prayer life. He keeps rolling in our relationship. He keeps rolling in healings. He keeps rolling in just activity of how he's moving upon the saints. He keeps rolling in order to comfort the, those who are bereaved. He keeps rolling. He keeps rolling. He keeps rolling. Jesus Christ. So when I come back to planet Earth, will I find faith? Will I find people, my people still rolling? Will I find them still rolling? Or will I find them still in paralysis and overwhelmed? Zechariah says, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Keep rolling. Sun Tzu, the famous Chinese general, military leader, lived around about 500 BC. He said, in every chaos, there is opportunity. The ability in chaos, not to sit down and die and lament about the chaos, but in the midst of chaos, to keep rolling, mm -hmm. 
keep rolling. To keep rolling. See what is produced at the end of it with kinetic energy and movement. The movement always changes things. Like Marcus Tullius Cicero said, the famous Roman orator and statesman and lawyer during the 100 BC, he said, I've not come to change things. I've come to overturn them. I keep rolling. I keep rolling. I keep rolling. This morning, coming afternoon, your spirit is this spirit that stops dead in its tracks because of the negativity, the problems, the dilemmas of life. You say, I'm going to sit here in the shadow of death and lament about the problems I'm incurring. Or will it demonstrate what Paul spoke about in Philippians where he says, I preach the power of his resurrection. I pray that you would know the dynamics, the power of his resurrection, of his anastasis, meaning something that rises again. Because Paul says the spirit of that resurrection is a spirit that keeps rolling, that keeps rolling, that keeps rolling, that keeps rolling. I pray you roll to an altar, receive Jesus Christ, and let the Spirit of God roll into your soul and give you a dynamism to keep rolling. Amen. With that, let's just bow our heads and close our eyes. I just pray right now as you're at home, undertaking whatever you're undertaking, Pray that the Spirit of God will lift you off the floor, will lift you off a place of despair, discouragement, and brokenness. And you keep rolling. The first thing to keep rolling is to know Him, is to know Christ, is to know Jesus that you will not die in your sin, but you will know in a personal way. I'm not kind of language and all the religious garb and all the blur. I speak speaking about knowing a person. Knowing a person, being religious, does not mean you know Jesus in a personal way. And being religious does not take away your sin. It's the blood of Jesus that takes away your sin. I pray you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior to forgive you of your sin, ask him into your heart. 